Robert's from uh, PA originally. Philly area, right? Scranton. Yeah. Dunder Mifflin. Dunder Mifflin. All day. Went to Missouri too, though, right? <coughs> yeah, I went from PA to Missouri to got off of New Jersey. Yes. Then back to Philadelphia and then out to Los Angeles. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, nice. And you're you're from you're from New Jersey. Jersey. What's the yeah. city? Um, Paramus. So it's just outside New York City, maybe 15 minutes or so. so nice. Yeah. Nice part, nice part of Jersey. The nice part. Yeah, North Jersey is yeah. the good part. Yeah, it's a good part. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew there was a good part of Jersey, it's but a small, small, small area. A small area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A right. small area. Once you start going south, it's just a. Uh, You're going south. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. And then E6 from Austin. Austin. Austin, Texas. That's right. Originally from Monterey Bay, California, yeah. but uh, chose Austin, the red state. How'd you wind up there? Why'd you choose Austin? Uh, I got a job out there to uh, from on it, oh, and okay. um, they wanted uh, a lead coach. Um, it didn't work out, so I'm here. I'm back to my roots. Yeah, CC Texas. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I thought you were always from Texas. I didn't know you were from. Oh, that's a compliment. I like that. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like you're, my uh, like he's a very Texan. Huh? Yeah, very Texan. Like yeah, yeah. you adopted to the lake. Yeah, like the the the. Sometimes when I talk like this, they, you know, like they'll, they'll, and I've never talked like that before, but um, now that I hang around with them, like, I, I seem to talk like that a little bit. You slip up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. my mom even goes, what's wrong with you? You're talking different. <laughs> nice. yeah. Matt, you're from, you're from, uh, from Jersey. You always grew up, you grew up there? Yep, grew up there. Went to college out in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. um, stayed out there for a small stint after college. Worked there for a few years and then back to Jersey to work again nice. so and still there where uh, where'd you go to college in East Strasburg University okay so in the Poconos mm-hmm. so nice. just over the border you know couldn't get too deep into Pennsylvania so just over the border then I moved to Bethlehem um, and then like worked in the surrounding area right there for two nice. years and then back to Jersey nice nice so. and you met Scott how old are you when you met Scott uh, it's funny it just showed up on my Facebook memories, memories uh, ten years ago whoa yeah, my <laughs> first introduction to Scott was the Spetsnaz program, and your Sp- the Spetsnaz one hundred and one is coming up. Spetsnaz one hundred and one. It's crazy funny how that works all. out. And yeah. so we, the first time I ever meet him, he runs me through every level of the Spetsnaz program. So we did the uh, lowest level, moderate intensity, or moderate level, highest level, full hour. First time I've ever met him, talked to him. I think I tapped out at 55 minutes and almost threw up. So you got a reminder from t- Facebook for Spesnaz, which was the first program I was introduced to for TACFIT. Now you're introducing a first program at TACFIT 101, which is Spesnaz. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. It's crazy. That is crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, yeah. was that just maybe like two days ago is when I found out about it. And I was wow. just like, wow, like what a, like funny how that all works out. It's wow. the first program I was ever introduced to is the one that we're doing a 101 program on and, and creating. So, yeah, it's in 10 years. So, uh, uh, Scott told it because Alshani did that Freedom song, mm-hmm. and he released it. Well, he released it on a, he was going to release it on a certain day, and then he changed it just for whatever reason, and he put ended up it ended up being Scott's 50th birthday. Whoa, really? Just like by chance, you just know? Just by coincidence. Yeah. And yeah. it was like a gift, 
you know, like a freedom, you know, freedom, like wow. that, that freedom song. And it's yeah. like the, the, the podcast is uh, the, the beginning part of it. It's like the, for the podcast, you know, the tune that we use. Um, but, uh, and, he, and he told them, like, if you, if you pay attention to the, to the, the, what, the signs, you know, yep. if you're paying, they're there. And right? And so what a, what a, you know, the, him doing the spat sounds with you and you get the reminder, right? Yep. Like two days ago Before about I'm that coming out here ago. and yeah. That's like, kind of the sign that you're doing what you're supposed, supposed to, to do. be doing. Yep. That's how I look at deja vu. When you have deja vu, it's a reminder that you're on the right path and this is where you're supposed to be and you're intersecting with your life. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, my I like own theory one. on deja yeah. vu. I like that yeah. one. I can't really explain it any other way. You have deja vus, uh, I'm sure, with motorcycles? All the time. Can you, can you, can you tell these guys uh, one of the stories? I don't want to. I don't want to ruin one? it. Exactly. I guess one of the ones uh, uh, you you explained to me when I was at your house. It was unreal. It was unreal how you told me how you just kind of knew how to just drop. Oh, with the uh, when that guy cut me off. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was headed up north on uh, like La Brea streets during rush hour. And the light was red as I was approaching the intersection, and the guy that was headed south didn't want to wait. So as soon as it turned green, he made a left-hand turn in front of traffic. So when it turned green, I just sped up, and I just slammed on the brakes, and I laid the bike down. And uh, that's the, That was the second time I got in a motorcycle accident. I don't know what happened. It happened so fast, and my body just reacts, and I, I was able to just to save myself and the bike and the car and everything. And it's just, it's crazy because what he was telling, like, Professor told me that uh, story about him. And he, he said, ah, I'm not going to make it. So he put the bike down and just landed a certain way that they do. Because you're a stunt guy. You're talking about the first accident I ever first, had. Okay, first, okay, first accident. One, yeah, first the first one, the guy hit the brakes right in front of me. He cut me off. Anybody else would have been dead. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I, I went underneath the guy's car, and it like it was that type of psychia that I know Scott talks about in one of his TED Talks, and I just remember that bumper. And I just had a full thought of, like, the bumper crossing my eyes, and I'm like, oh, shit, I just I just laid my bike down. And, like, I went off, and, like, there's videotapes of it. And it happened like that. But to me, it was, like, so slow and spaced out, and my brain slowed everything down. And, you know, the only thing that happened was this little pinky got a little damaged on that. And it was, like... I don't know how, but you know, just from being able to do the movements and, and getting accustomed with the movements, my body just, when it was an emergency, was like, this is safe for us to move in this direction. Wow. Is that something that fraction you practice? Of a, a fraction of a Did second. you practice that from work, though? Like, with the stunt work? No, that, I no, never crashed bikes on, on stunt jobs. You know, I fell down stairs and, and that sort of thing, but like, knowing how to like, just from standing to go to a shin box and being able to move. Uh -huh. Your body, you can feel the inertia. Like so, when the brakes got hit and the bike went this way and I went that way, my body reacted. just yeah, it just yeah. reacted. You know, it's not, there was no time to think about it whatsoever. All muscle memory, just all muscle yeah. memory. Yeah. So it's like so, just the the ability to be able to be relaxed and absorb that impact is is huge. You know, it's so I, I was teaching for a couple of years by then, and I was like, I don't know if I would have. I don't know what would have happened if I, didn't, if I didn't three. have that ability. That's right, crazy. three? Yeah, the second one, someone just T-boned me. It wasn't that bad. And then you and you look like not one thing happened. What happened, happened in the second one? The second one was the La Brea one. The third one was when uh, they were jammed up in the intersection, and I crossed the intersection, and the guy went around traffic because he had room, and as I was coming out, the guy... I see. So yeah. it wasn't that but the bad. worst one was that one where you laid The worst one down. was when the guy hit the Yeah, because you were shaking up and... Yeah. and never seen him really getting shook up on it. 
then when I saw the, the, the security camera of the thing actually happening, I was like, whoa, that was like, talk about spider, Spidey sense, you know? It was. It was like, it was like, and then boom, the and then like, you, underneath you would think that he would, that, that was, that he was a done, you know, it was a done deal, but yeah. he somehow found a way and went underneath in like the fractions of a second. Yeah. Time. If, if that's to me, Donald, I'm sorry. To me, that's incredible that you can like go to that, you know, that, that, uh, yeah, it's not like I can turn it on and off, you know, it's just an automatic, automatic right. response, you know, and. For survival, that's because all you, it is. you you know a lot of people that get in bike accidents and that's it. They don't want either they're gone, injured, or they don't want to ride a bike no more. Mm -hmm. And you're riding your bike right now. I love it. Yeah, I love Look it. Look at that man. He's got to be careful, Psyche. man. He's got to watch everything. You know, yeah. What's the cool story is like he stopped. Uh, he couldn't bend. You couldn't bench right for yeah, uh, the barbell. Bench. Stopped kind of working out the barbell. Close to two years, I think. To yeah, barbell. Oh yeah, my lord. Because his palm was so swollen, it was like swollen up to here. Oh my god. So I couldn't put any weight into the palm at all. Couldn't right. close either. So what did you do? What love? Barbells and yeah, it was just clubbells and yeah, mobility and mobility stuff. Yeah, you know. And I was able to work more grip here and letting this relax as mm -hmm. I worked with the clubbell, and be able to maintain the strength. And then I don't know, it was maybe a year and a half, two years later, I was like, oh, let me put some weight on the bench and see what happens. My bench there. didn't decrease. I was shocked. You know, I kept going up slowly. Oh, let me see what 205 feels like. Oh, 275. Just goes to show you that when you build the fundamentals. You know, re regardless of how far you regress, right. you build the fundamentals, it'll come back real quick. Not real quick, it'll come back. It just depends on how long Well, I that think what changed takes. was those seven key components that Scott talks about. You know, even when I'm laying on a bench, I have my spinal alignment, right? And then I lock my glutes in and I pack my shoulders back and then I take the bar off and everything's ready to go and the strength is available for me. As before, even when I was building bodybuilding and lifting a lot, I didn't have that intelligence, you know, I wonder if I was 22 and had what I know now, what kind of animal I would be, hmm. you know, if I would have known then, you know, that old saying, but, you know, the, just never, my strength didn't go away, you know, the joints were strong and everything was still ready to rock. You're still an animal. Yeah, it could have been worse. Buff Rob, <laughs> Buff Rob. Hey, I, was call, I was trying to come up with a Buff Jersey, you know, <laughs> Jersey, <laughs> Jersey Shore. Yeah. 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 We're just going to leave the buff on that side of the table. Just, yeah. Oh, I, saw, I saw the, the trailer we did for the Club of 101, you know, mm -hmm. and and I was like, man, this guy's yoked, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> Even and like, yeah. he has to use at least a 25 pounder or else it's like too light, he doesn't feel it, you know, <laughs> to have like a clean technique, you know, yeah, I'm not kidding, you know, like 15 pounds is yeah. like too, too light, too you know, thick, yeah. uh, no you too, man, actually today, yeah. I was like, well, you gotta, I've been, I've really regressed on a lot of my movements and back to just owning it and you know the 20 pound club bell has been my friend and then I've kind of dabbled with the 25 again now and you know because I, I I get Scott's workouts and he's doing the 45 and I'm like the competitor in me needs to go after that and mm, do yeah. his workout at his weight and see if I can beat him that's interesting how, how do you get so how would you get somebody like a tack fitter that just got into tack fit Loves the, the double club bells, loves the 15 10s, got to the 20, but can't get to the 25, 35, 45. Like, what, what would be like a personal recommendation from both you guys since you guys really know how to like work the heavy club? Matthew? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's that bridge? It's just time, and that's what people don't understand. And working in a high school, and high school athletes, they want. PRs all the time, mm -hmm. and they don't understand that that is a continuous process, process and it's small, yeah. like 1%, it's 
small gains every day, just work the system and it will happen. And it depends on everything else that happens in your life. Are you stressed out? Like that can regress you. Mm-hmm. So just whatever you can do that day. And you just need to be satisfied with that's what we, you could do. Some days yeah. it's a 25, some days it's a 20, and then all of a sudden, boom, the 35 just works. You know, so you, you dabble with it every so often, just say it's not there, be humble, regress, you know, stick to your fundamentals, it'll come. And right. I think for like my coaching and the people I work with, that works well. But when they initially come in, they're not ready to hear that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you experience? Um, I agree with everything Matt said. It's the process. You just have to put the time in. Um, I was watching Ronnie Coleman, one of the greatest bodybuilders of all time. He, you know, he's paying for what he did. You know, he, like, he's going to go down in history as the greatest bodybuilder ever. And in one part, he said he was uh, squatting, I believe, or deadlifting. I don't remember exactly what the exercise was, but he was at 750 pounds in his 30s. He didn't put 800 pounds on that bar until he was in his 40s. And that's just 50 pounds in 10 years. Like, that's a process. You just have to be in the mud. You just have to go through the process with it. And you just have to really pay attention to your techniques and really hone it into that nervous system. Because it was that time when we were, like, looking at my mill, and you're like, let's see if you could swing that 45. And I was like, well, shit, let's, uh, let's see what happens. And with the techniques, you know, I was able to pull more from my hip, get the elbow in, and I was able to move that 45. I never did it until we were like, let's... Let's try the 45. Yeah. I was like, all right, we'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah, ingrained the, the seven key components yep. and the, right. you know, we're connected enough to do it to pull it off. Right. And it was yeah, always, because, you know, I've been working with Club Bells for four years and like the 15 pounder when I first started moving it was a challenge. Doing a mill with a 15, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm a beast, you know? I was like, this is <laughs> awesome. Look how smooth it is. And then it's like 20, 25, you know, and it's like four years now. And I was like, finally picked up the, the bruiser, yep. you know, and that's. You know, a 30-pound jump in four years is, is, is a good jump. You know, it all depends on where you're starting at. Everyone's starting line is a little bit different, you know. So it's just it's just the process. You just have to enjoy it, deal with it, you know, and just make it make it a lifestyle rather than a 90-day goal. Yeah. yeah. This is how I'm going to live for the rest of my life. So what's the hurry about moving that right. big weight? It'll be there tomorrow, seven years from now. But it's just I think also look at like, right, like looking at it like why, why am I trying to have more weight what's the goal right mm-hmm. what am i trying to do yeah right like am i am i am i you know lifting the or moving the club bell the 20 45 on club bell for a competition is there a club bell competition you know yeah right what's yeah. the well, what's the goal right what's right. the goal and so I, for I, me like i just want i want to be healthy i want to be strong i want to be mobile right i want to be mobile but strong you know for jiu-jitsu for grappling mm-hmm. and things like that and, and number over that be healthy right yeah my brain function my body function so I can play with my kids, so I can be the best at being human, right? Yeah, and play with your grandkids. Yeah, that's you it. Know? That's it. That's it. So, yeah. so, I mean, that's cool, because, I mean, he, what he's saying directly goes towards, like, even the age group. So, like, you're younger, and you're a little older, like, my age. Does it? He's 40 now, man. 40 now. He's walking the floor of the club. He's amazing, man. But as far as us, we'll feel that man straight. Oh, man. But, you know, they say, like, as you age... You lose it. They always say that shit. They say you lose it, you retire, you need to go fishing, you're done. Right. And then that's the process of actually rotting away, I think. And so when I look at someone like uh, Robert, away from what I do, I look at someone who's actually still processing and still evolving. And, it, and you know, like we're humans and there has been studies or there has been facts that the history, human bodies were able to live past 100. 
we haven't done that uh, for a long time because we're consumed with stress. We're consumed with just being lazy. You know, computers, sit down, TV. We're, style, yeah. yeah, we're living up. Yeah. yeah, we're living you don't that use lifestyle. It, you lose it, right? Correct. And and the fact that you guys are doing this system, right? It just shows me that when you're young or even a little older, or or you don't know fitness at all, or whatever, you get you get to be, you know, that element when you grow uh, older. You get to be someone strong like Robert, and I'm, I'm using him because uh, I see what he can do. Uh, he doesn't complain, you know. Like when you get older, you you're like I don't want to do, I don't want to do. But the fact that I can see him do the things. It makes me feel good because it makes me want to like adapt to that as well. Well, he totally. I mean, when he first came in to do jujitsu, uh, man. I mean, he was buff, you know, super buff, but he couldn't move, you know, <laughs> yeah. stiff, yeah, stiff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, yeah. I mean, like, like and then exhausted. And, 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 and like, you know, he's not gonna make it because he's yeah. gonna get something's gonna break on yep. his body, you know. Yep. And then little by little, he started to like move better, and I can say he's like he do these little bodyweight movements, and I'm like man you know and then i start seeing him get more technical in jujitsu mm. yep. using less strength you know more technique and that's hard to do right when you have like a lot of strength oh, yeah. and, you know when you're oh, a bigger yeah. guy you know tight, so i was yeah. like wow it's like this is like crazy you know like when i when i saw that evolution from from that you know so yeah uh, and and i mean number one that i right. see it's like he wouldn't have made it you know to like he's a brown belt now almost black belt like you as yeah. well right yeah. and so uh yeah i probably would have been broke yeah easily yeah. without a doubt it's amazing how many people like you come into like our jiu-jitsu academy and they just fizzle out quickly because they, their body can't handle it. Mm-hmm. Right, so right, you right. have to put them with specific training partners that it's will take care of them. Right. Right. Yeah. It's a tough sport to yeah. deal with. You know? and, and they, wanna, they, won't, they won't say it either. Like if no. they have a bum knee or a hip, they won't say it until it goes. So and then like, yeah. I don't know what happened. Yeah, you know the, the hardest thing is, is reaching the young people mm-hmm. because they haven't experienced injuries. They haven't experienced that bounce ball right. yet of mm-hmm. being immobile. It helps to be humble, you know? right, a little yeah. bit. Um, so, like, it's better, like, the, the older crowd, like my age and even older than me, they they understand it. They're like, oh, wow, I can't lift my shoulder. Right? There's got to be something I can do rather than go get surgery or take yeah. some sort of pill. Yeah. There's got to be a way I can reintroduce movement back into my body because they realize as they age, the range of motion has decreased. Correct. As to where you're 17 or 15 years old, man, you're fresh as a gummy bear, you know? Like, everything's loose, and you don't experience that, and you don't understand that, that sooner or later, if I stop doing this, it's going to be gone. Correct. I'll, I'll jump in because I work with that age group. You'd be surprised on how poorly they do move. I, I believe, I'm speaking <laughs> of, like, my generation. Your generation, yeah, you know no, I, mean? I get it. But yeah. the generation coming up, I can understand that because oh, they've yeah. been locked down from, from yep. their devices, their games, they're always sitting. They're not playing as much, you know, they're, they're taking away all that contact sport, and it's just, you know, I, I didn't have video games. I used to go find my friends by riding my bike around town, you know what I mean, and climbing around trees and fences and running around playing and, and, and playing, enjoying, you know, yeah. and you can't even do that with video games now. They, they don't even have two-player split screens like they did when I was in my 20s. You mm-hmm. have to play online, and they've completely isolated everyone, and that is just a bad thing for society. Even walking around with an iPhone all day, all not, day long. not even they looking around. Text all day long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, texting it. Yeah. Huh? And not to mention, they, <laughs> they lose their verbal skills because they always are texting. Yeah. You know, and they're right. shortening yeah. everything down, and their brain is just, their brain's like, okay, this is what we do now. And, and they, they talk like they're texting. Yeah. They yeah. talk like they're texting. Uh-huh. Me too, boy. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> what the heck? VRB? Yeah. VRB? <laughs> <laughs> WTF? You know. Right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, and the other aspect of it is, it's not it's not fancy, it's not glamorous. It doesn't create a lot of cool content for Instagram likes and stuff like that. Where no one wants to do 
shin boxes to loosen up their hips because mm. they don't understand that that'll help them squat and deadlift and yeah. move better. Right. So you right. have to tell them that, but they, it just doesn't look cool. So I mean, the cool th- uh, the cool thing now, right, is that you see, like guys are, you know, the science, whatever. But people are now it's, things have changed, right? Mm-hmm. People doing shin boxes, people doing like different types of things. It's growing, right? It'll get the general there. pop, yeah. It'll get there. Like there was a guy doing the tripods, right, in the in and the, the NFL, NFL for the, the Redskins, Red right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And those kinds of you see those things more and more. So it's you know it's things are changing, you know. And I think that the time is now. And when we did a marketing meeting like for TacFit, man, if the, the number one demographic now, twenty five to thirty four. Yeah, really? which we yeah. never. I guess we yeah. were according to, you know to Nick. Twenty five. You know, we never. We, yeah, twenty five to thirty four. So we never had that crazy. demographic crazy. before. It was always older, you know, so it's really exciting. Those are like young, longevity of of our... But they're open. They want to, they know, hey, I got to change something up, right? Right, right. I got to change something up. So they're already starting, you know, because, because of the lifestyle, right? We're like on our phones or on the computer. We're not out like living... Constantly rounding the shoulders forward all the time, whether you're driving, sitting here, texting, whatever it is, you know, no one's ever sitting back right now. And then now they have like those posture corrector things, you know? Yeah. Where it zaps you with your eyes. Yeah. 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 Retrain your nervous yeah. system to get yourself back to a default, yeah. you know, instead of being shocked every time you're. I know, you're get punished. punished for that. I just like they have a thing where it's like an X on the back. A brace, yeah, it's like it braces for, you up, you know? That's for kids when they break their collarbones. It's just so that they can hold cool. them in this yeah. position. Yeah. So that they don't sit like this. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, but they give it to like. Regular people who are normal and yep. not no way no injury and mm-hmm. yeah. it's really a bit weird. Is it's like how how long have you been in the system? Because you you know Aaron Aaron was like, I mean he's he's, he's been around he, TacFit. He's yeah. been around before the name TacFit even existed. Uh, Aaron uh, was in it for two years and then I came in, and at that time I was just kind of helping Scott with yeah. videos and, yeah. and uh, photos. And oh man, and you, help, you help shoot that the primal stress, right? Yeah, primal stress. Uh, some some videos in Italy, even more Train, back at, at Wolf Fitness. Yeah, Capri. yeah, Capri. Um, but you know, I've, I've just, man, I've done a lot with media and all the photo stuff, but I didn't really tap into the fitness until like a year and a half later, and that's when I went to that cert <clears throat> because I was involved. Well, what year is that? You think? Where did you get certified? I don't. I asked Aaron because I, I was like, man, I, don't, I can't really remember, yeah. you know. But he's all, I think about eleven and a half years ago. I'm all eleven and a half. <laughs> Where did the half come from, right? Because you, you, you would have known the whole date, but around two thousand nine ish. I gotta look. I gotta look. It, it seems about that. That I think that makes it sense. makes sense. I'm yeah. To think about when I got in. Yeah, when you came in. After you, yeah. You were already a part. It sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds about right. So uh, jumping into TacFit, my whole world was like, you know, I was a different person. I didn't want to do. Uh, so, you, so you did cert two thousand nine, but you got involved like couple, like a year and a half before that, a couple years before that. Yeah, I did cert two thousand nine. I didn't pass. Okay. So, but you started training like I started training two thousand like seven maybe. Eight. Uh, I got introduced. I, I would say okay. I was introduced around that time. But then when I failed my first uh, um, certification, it was because I didn't I didn't, I didn't prepare myself. I just thought, oh, I could do it. That motion, I could do it. <laughs> I didn't realize the trial by fire. I've never done it before, but yeah. It does yeah, okay. I didn't realize the trial by fire was incredibly long, you know? And so I was so like. So it was before TACFIT, it was a CST. Yeah, it was CST. Yeah, CST. And then TACFIT came, and it was in Bellingham at his gym. It was like a little yep. kettlebell spot. 
and we would do all the tactic there after the CST. And when we got to the tactic gym, that's when uh, I did my, my tactic cert, but I also filmed Aaron Cruz do his tactic team leader, and man, he, it looked bad. Like, I felt bad for him. I don't know, his technique was great. Aaron the film, it looked bad. I both, but so, <laughs> hey, I'm back. So, I, I, uh, he was working his ass off, and you could see the, the, the passion. He wants to pass, but he wants to get the good technique because Scott Son is following him doing shrimps, you know, and that's very, very intimidating, you know? And, uh, you know, the med balls. So I'm sitting here shaking, too, with my, with my camera because I already know. I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, this guy's not going to make it, and he didn't. So he walks out, and Scott goes, go follow him. So I go follow him. He goes, oh, fuck, he's just so mad. Aaron. Yeah. So then I go back because I want to leave him alone, and then uh, Scott goes, "Are you mad?" I go, "Yeah, he goes, leave him alone." <laughs> so, so I mean, be, so it, it, he he got better, and then in, uh, it just inspired me because I was like, "Man, he did all that, and he, you know, he, he took it the way he did." It was just kind of like a basketball game. You you lose the game, ah, oh, you go angry. I didn't know where the competitive competitiveness was until I saw that. And you're competing with yourself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like if you, the only way you lose is right. not by the time, by how much you don't commit. And if you commit too poorly or you commit too much, you'll end quitting, yourself. Quitting, quitting, right? Yeah. Quitting on yourself. Yeah. So uh, that's when it was like, blew my mind away. And Scott would just feed all this. Because right, you have no, no opponent to blame, right? Oh, right. he's better. Oh, I was. Yeah. It's on you. Yeah. yeah. Damn, I hurt myself. Oh, yeah, you're right. You know. Bad technique. Yeah. yeah. Right and prepare well enough and long enough. And right. Then, yeah. And the technique can't hold under the stress. Yep. Yeah. Because what I like about these two is they hold accountability. Like if they see a body and they'll say, okay, the guy probably can't do the range specifically, so I'll just let that go. But if they know a body can do it, but they see lazy, they're going to push it. And now you know what? I'm all for that because we're all lazy. Every single way. Like Scott says, uh, your body's lazy. It wants to quit. It wants to give up. It like self torture. What you're doing yourself, yeah. you know, yeah. like, you're diving into a deep, dark hole of just pushing yourself as hard as you can. And yeah. some people can do that. And that's why they're Navy SEALs and Green Berets. And then there's some people that just don't ever want to lift anything. Yeah, and they just, just want to sit around. That's yeah. It. Yeah. It's a mental state, man. It all depends on how you look at it. I believe it's a good medium, though, right? Tactics is a good medium to, to do this and go I mean, to it's, life. The, it's the sweet spot, right? It's yeah. like the, mat, the, the golden zone, right? 68% of your heart rate max, the right stress, and understanding, too, just the awareness that it builds. Yep. Of yeah. knowing if you're overstressed, right, to bring it back, like you were saying before, and just always doing the best things for yourself to live live your best, be your best, right? Yeah, yeah. Because even being, like, 100 years old, right, mm-hmm. it's, like, not the amount of years, but the mm-hmm. quality the quality oh, in your years, years right? Because you can be, like, Man, it could be seven years old, right? But be in a wheelchair and you know just break, be be broken down, or it could be ninety, still right? Around doing yeah, you know, still, so still hiking. So that's why I want to be like that, you know. Yeah. I want to yeah. move it around to my, you know, be pl- playing with I my grandkids. Have my, I have my whereabouts with me, you know. Yeah, you want to yeah. be so healthy that hopefully, you know. And I, I really, I, I always tell, right? Like tactics, like the fountain of youth. Yeah. I really feel like it is, you know. And like you're saying, like you know, Robert, it's like you know. We're always challenging ourselves, right? We're always doing different things. We're moving in different directions. We're always doing different things. We're using different tools. Speaking of the adding the mace now, right? When and in our system, you know, bringing that to, to our system. So man, it's like it's never ending, right? It's yeah. never ending, and mm-hmm. it's crazy. Like we speak about Scott, Scott Sano before about the you know going down the rabbit hole. You know, it's like of how you know when we, when we the last at the last cert, like he was, you know, we we you know I pulled him away and we were doing videos, right? And he did one take on all the videos, and it was probably for like 
four or five hours, you know? Long and he was like, it was like one single it. take, yeah, yeah, nailing it, like him talking for like three, four, five minutes, right, nailing it, and then doing it again, and knowing exactly where to stand, you know, it's just like, whoa, you know, he's like, what yeah. to say, like, yeah. everything perfect, very well executed, every time, yes, and he knows, <laughs> yeah. like, part. And he knows it, he's like, got it, next one, yeah, like, I remember I was playing around with Scott, because he was so good, that I was just like, you know, when he's done, he goes, and that's how you do it. And he'll stand there until you're, until, until, until you're done, you know, finishing it, right? Yeah. And I'll just be like, and he'll just stand there like. Does it, yeah, does it move? I'm like, were you is there, he going to tell me? Were, 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 were you there when uh, when I, we, he was introducing everybody? Were you there for that? Yeah. Did you hear about it? About his introduction? Mine? So he introduced, you know, Robert Miller, uh-huh. Matt Wiswesser, you know, yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, <laughs> myself and Nestor, right? And then Isik, and he's like, yeah, he's, you know, Isik Milan, you know, or Isik Milan, he. He, he, he created the Tech Red album, you know. It's called uh, uh, Dare More, Menstruate Less. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. And he said the whole thing. He said the whole thing with a straight face, you know. Yep. And then th- th- that wasn't even like that wasn't even like the funniest part. The funniest part was he was so like he was like you know. I was like this, you know. And he he like he didn't know if he should laugh or not, you know. Scott didn't miss a beat. Scott kept going. He kept going. And so like there was like I don't know like it was like maybe only five seconds, but it seemed like an eternity. Those awkward moments too. Yeah. And then and then everybody just started dying. And then he's like, Oh my god, did you just say that? You know. Dude, the camera shows Scott like this slap, and I'm still doing this. Because you don't want to be the one to mess it up. You don't want to be the one to mess it up. You're super serious. Yeah. You wait for him to break character. I got it. We got to pull that out for the bleep. When, bleep when I heard bloopers. Yeah, when I heard him say it, though, I was like, what the fuck? It's Damn More Bleed Less. Damn More Bleed Less, right? That's the name of the album. But you don't want to menstruate. But everything was like, man, it was like hours of like seriousness and like, you know, doom, doom, next, 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 next. And then he comes out with that. <laughs> Dude, he got Like, all the camera that, guys, yeah. everybody was like, we were just that, we were laughing. Pure panic for everyone. And It yeah. was, because I thought that was the take. <laughs> you know? I was like, did he My even son. get that album name? <laughs> all right, whatever. I don't Guess care. Right, I don't right, care. Right, care. Yeah. Close yeah, enough, exactly. close enough. <laughs> Maybe people think it's men then straight to the point, uh, whatever. Yeah. No, but yeah, it's fun having Scott around. He's man, he looks young still, crazy. Youngest fifty-year-old I I know, man. He's that that birthday picture yep. he took. Yep. Man, Watching I want to be move. like him. Watching him move, listening yep. to his workouts, it's unreal. I mean, we were training with him, and then like, and then like, just he jumps on the mat after yep. you know I don't know how many flights and who knows what. Like, just I mean. He's the example, right? I want to be like man. him. I want to be like him. It's one of the first times that I met Scott. Remember, he's down here training and he's mm. doing the club bells with us and he's right. taking the class. And yeah, j- j- him, uh, I'm jumping into the class, you yeah. know. And like, then Robert, a Ro- guy, he's like, "Hey, can I join?" I'm like, "What? Do you, can you join?" Like, <laughs> you're like uh, <laughs> this is <laughs> you. You just like, of course you can join. Yeah. No, and then the, the funny one, he, we we're all training, right? And he's like, uh, "What'd you say?" Uh, uh, keep it up. Uh, you're doing a great job. Yeah. Hang in there, Scott. Hang, hang in there, Scott. You're doing a great job. Something like that. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I, he sees the moment. Yeah. And then the pause. It was like, three, it was like, like, like what's it, what's it, how's it getting react? Is he gonna laugh? Or, but like, and then he like, ha ha ha. And then we all like, <laughs> all the 
chair gets sucked out of the room real quick. Oh, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we're like, uh, okay, how's it going? He laughs. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Did you do that? Did you like go, hang in the sky, doing good? Oh, shh, why'd I say that? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> 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 nobody sees the moment. Yeah. He sees the moment. Oh, man. I think the more you get to hang out with them, the more you get to realize that, like, when it's time for business, it's business. But, yeah. like, when you can have those little jokes and back and forth, it's it adds to it, mm-hmm. right? And that's I think that's the beauty about it. He's very humble. He's like, humble he'll come man. into the oh class and he'll go to the back of the class and just take the class. And however you're going to coach it, he's going to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what I love about him. That's why I like hanging out with him. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's one reason why I I, I love that man. He's truthful in that Let's way. talk about bald head or hair with Scott. What do you guys think? Hold on, hold on. Oh, what that's... <laughs> Did you see him recently? Yeah. I like, I like the like Super Bowl. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Who is this? Who is this guy? Who is this guy? <laughs> he had a button-up shirt. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. like, Tony Stark. I was like, is that Velcro? He, go- he had the goatee and everything. He was growing up for a while. He's got hair. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. It's like a new Scott. I told him to keep it. I told him to keep it. He shaved his goatee off. I think he oh. still has the hair. Right. But he's 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 changing, man. It's crazy. That's so funny. Like I didn't even recognize him. Like I only known him from a, from you know, and not having hair, shaving his Clean head. Shaved, yeah, yeah, everything, yeah, yeah, all the time. Clean shaven yeah. and well behaved. Took yeah. me like five minutes. I was like, oh shit, that's that's Scott. That's oh okay, Scott. he has yeah. hair. That's crazy. Man. Yeah, like the you know, I started. I heard. Well, I heard. I trained with him, two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. So two thousand seven is when I met him, right? Like the same year my son was born, and, uh, oh, wow. and uh, my first jiu-jitsu coach, right, in New Mexico, New Mexico, he was a Navy SEAL, and he's like, hey, after my first, my UFC loss, he's like, hey, you need to get with this guy, he really, he's, you know, he's like, he, he's like, you know, next level, like, you need to get with this guy for my strength conditioning, and then uh, Scott knew who I was from from the grappling, and so he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll help him out, you know, and then he came down, and, you know, speaking bald, and he had a clipboard and stuff, didn't say a lot of words, you know, and I'm like, okay, you know, I, I trusted my, 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 my coach and stuff, and I was like, okay, it was different, right? Yeah. And then he had me do these different things, and I was so far rotated, like, in from, you know, from whatever, all the years, yeah. Yep. And uh, he did some stretches with me, opened me up a little bit, <clears throat> and then I did the training protocols, you know, that, that they, you know, he designed, and he had a couple of his trainers down here, but he came down a few times on his own, you know, uh, to help me, and, uh, and, uh, I got thrown on my head one of the times, and that was the one thing that I never forgot about. I got thrown on my head. I got like I think like sweet plate or something before one of my fights, and then uh, he's like, "Yeah, move your head like this every time you have pain," and I did exactly what he said. And usually it's like right, like four to six weeks or a couple months, yeah. and then it never really fully heals right after that. And man, I did exactly what he said, and I healed like within a week. Oh my god! You know what I mean? Like yeah. like like within a week, you know. And I was back, and, and it just it blew my mind, you know, that I could heal myself with movement. I always, I always tell the story, you know? But, like, it's just like, it's like that one thing, you know, that kind of grabbed me, and I never forgot about it. And I, I, I went to the RMAX website a couple times, but, like, the pictures are kind of old, and I just, I, I, I just didn't know if it was, like, legit or not. I know yeah. he was, like, a thousand percent legit, you know? But I didn't know if those things were legit. But I always wanted to learn, you know? And so, like, I'm... Yeah, I, I want us to put this out there, you know, so people can really benefit from it. And then, of course, that was just one aspect. And then, of course, as I, you know, did the MS thing, diagnosis and all that, and and then just me doing all the certifications and, you know, but I started to heal myself. Like Robert knows, you know, I couldn't put my hands on the ground. I couldn't do one push-up. I couldn't do, I mean, I couldn't do anything, you know? Even lunging was uh, tough. And I, I couldn't put my seatbelt on in my car. I was so oh, tight. Wow. It hurt so much to just twist my body. And uh, and then you know like little by little like the harder I trained the better I got like the better the healthier I got 
not broken down, mm-hmm. you know? Well, how many workshops and certifications did you actually end up going to? Right, so I, I, told, I, I looked it up because I yeah. took notes, it's I wouldn't forget. 40? It was 50. Maybe? Yeah, 51. 50, 50, 50, 50, yeah, 51, 51. 51 certs. Or certs yeah. And, and yeah, workshops. so, yeah, it was like 26, because, you know, 26 yep. certs and... 25 some, workshops. Yeah, I remember one time workshops. he went to Italy for a workshop, and then you came back for lunch in the United States, and then he went back to Italy again for the other workshop. Oh, my God. Yeah, because I, I, you know, because I, it's like, am I going like, to be gone, right? And uh-huh. I'm not going to be with my kids, for, you know, so I was like, I'm going to come back for, to have the two days with my kids. But then go back again. Oh my! So God. like I went, I went one weekend <laughs> for a cert, you know, because it takes like a day, and then I'm like, Travel. and then what it would be good, I would, I would read, I'd like yep. be like, and I would get real emotional, and I'd read like the CST manuals and the TACA manuals and the just whatever I could get my hands on. How's your jet lag? I mean, I, I was just so focused, you know. Are you happy? I mean, I, I was just like, boom, I was in there, and then all the training, the moving, like just like got me to primed up, and he knows, like the next morning I was in class. And I, you know, uh, it's just, it's just like, yeah, I was obsessed, you know, and nice. I started to get better and like the harder I trained, the better I felt, the better, like, healthier I got, you know, mm-hmm. and not just like physically, right. But just like mentally too. I said, you know, I say in my, my team leader video, but I was able to just study and read and just comprehend a lot better. I was able to learn better. Like, I feel like I got smarter and there was some steps lost, you know, with the, I think with the MS and just disconnected in the body, whatever. And uh, just all started coming back, you know, and Right, my first dream. I, I say in my team meeting, right. my first dream was the club ball swipes. You know, boom, catching it, like just really focusing, really, really hard. And I, I remember landing from it was like it was like uh, Milan, New York, and then New York, LA. And as I was landing at LA, I was in deep sleep, deep sleep, and I was dreaming. I had never, I hadn't remembered a dream, a dream in like ten years. And my first dream that I did, or that I remembered having, was was tackle was, was the club bells, you know. And speaking of like the omens and like these mm-hmm. these signs, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, That's it. I'm doing the right thing, you know. And so I just like, all the way, you know, all the way. And I yeah, I just wanna, I wanna, you know, it's giving me so much. I wanna be able give to back. share, give back, yeah, give back. And I'm really excited to just you know do my best to put the front, the, the you know my best foot forward to support you know all of us, right? It's like teamwork mm-hmm. makes the dream work, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, you know like. Your Club Bell 101 is coming out in uh, a couple of weeks, a week yep. and a half. Yeah, yep. week and a half. July, July, July 8th. <laughs> <laughs> July 8th. <laughs> and then, uh, and then the TACFIT, the, the, the Mace 101. Yeah, TACFIT uh, Mace 101, uh, still Mace 101. That'll be out uh, with Spesnaz as well. Right, right so. but the Mace is, I think, after that, right? Oh, I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then and then uh, Kettlebell, Kettlebell Spesnaz. Kettlebell Spesnaz 101. That yeah. you started with uh, 10, year, 10 years, 10 years ago. ago. Full That's circle, crazy, circle. man. That's crazy. Yeah. No, and, and we both just said, you know, we should probably get Matt, you know, uh, Spesnaz, like Kettlebell, because no one's doing that it, out there. It was all his idea. Yeah. No, no, it was, idea. it was. That's, that's the reality. I, you know, I, we talked, but mm-hmm. I was like, that sounds good. He knew. That's because he's so, he's so dialed in with all the, the, the programs and this and that. He's like, you're the guy. Yeah. It's just, you're the guy. I didn't even realize that it was the first program I did until we started just I, like we uh-huh. talked a bunch of times, I was like, right, I've done Spesnaz, but yeah. I, I forgot that it was the first program yeah, I did until that Facebook memory. I'm like, yeah. this makes a lot more sense now. Yeah. It was E6, E6. Now it makes sense. E6 so. like, yeah, the, Matt, you should be doing this. He, he was like, yeah. like Spesnaz, and I was like, yeah, sounds good. I, don't, I honestly feel like when you put that out, especially with him with the club bell, you guys are going to take care. You're going to own it. Everybody's going to want to eat up that stuff. And that's why I'm super pumped for these two uh, things to come out. I mean, yeah, Mace, but I mean, 
pretty fast. Yeah. So right. We're all pumped about the mace, dude. Yeah, no. Mace. Was, it was Scott. Yeah. I was like, hey, I want to look forward to the You know, because the CSD principles, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Behind yeah. the mace. Absolutely. You know? mm-hmm. And so it's just, just another tool in the toolbox. Yeah. 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 Yep. Another way to skin the cat. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Another way to skin it. Yeah. Yeah. You excited about learning? Doing more mace. Yeah, I want to feel. Mace, uh, I haven't. I, I haven't. The only the, the heaviest right. mace I felt was the silver one that you have here, and that's what eighteen pounds or so. We'll, we'll have a thirty-five. Thirty-five, yeah. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, I want to feel. I want to feel some some weight. Yeah. In the mace. Yeah. Absolutely. Because those pens are fun. You can do a lot of stuff with them, but I really want to feel super technical. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Once you find the technique groove, then you want to kind of explore more heavier weights. Right. Yeah. 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 It looks good. I'm gonna grab a couple tomorrow uh, once we've done filming and that's you, have, you, have you played around? No, this is this yeah. will be a first. I mean, the first so. time I I I moved the mace was in when he came and did the workshop yeah. here at Legacy. Oh, that's right, yeah. It was like yeah. a ninja workshop. Who yeah. better to learn from, right? So <laughs> I mean, he's the guy. He's the guy. You yeah. know, he's the guy. He's the guy I've been following. So it's like, I mean, for me, it's like, it's a dream come true. I'm a fan of all you guys. You know, like I just wanna I just wanna keep learning and keep. You know, getting better and yeah, same here. Getting yeah. healthier, having fun, and having having fun, fun yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, no, that's, that's the you best know? part about it. It doesn't feel like work. It shouldn't. Yeah. We just get to no, come and hang just, out and yeah. just all right, we're gonna film people, for a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And even filming is, you know, it's a good atmosphere. It's fun. Yeah. You know? So it's good. And what's cool is there's so much truth with this team. You know, there's no hidden thing. There's no oh selfish this. There's actual support. You know, and you know, coming from a, you know, like my heart's full of love and and. If I could spread that around with you guys, I already know you guys are gonna take that in, and that's that's that means a lot to me. So. Well, it's like downstairs, we got into the discussion of the different movement and how we wanted to execute it, and everyone had their own opinion on it, and we're just like, all right, we're just gonna have to sit down and and figure this out. It yeah. wasn't like one person was saying, no, this is the way. It's right. like, all right, let's as a group discussion. let's discuss how we wanna yeah. execute it. Because we all have like opinions, but the, the, what's what's intent, right? We'll yep. discuss right. it. Yeah. The intent. Yeah. Why right. why am I doing this? Yep. You know, right. Why am, right. Do, why am I doing it like this and not like this? Right. So, yep. Reasons why. And it's, it's like Scott says, there's a lot of right ways to do it, mm-hmm. some wrong ways to do it, but yep. you know, a lot of right ways. Yeah. To do so, to do stuff. Yeah. So. And just just fucking do it, right? That's <laughs> 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 a good motto. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Best way to feel it, man. One right at a time. Cool. Thank you guys. Nothing. Thank you guys. Yeah. Good chat. I'm really, yeah, I'm really excited to. Always fun to be out here. Keep, yeah, keep, keep growing. Imagine you're from keep New Jersey. It's cute. I love you, man. The win- you know, because wow. I went to high school in, in like in Staten Island, yeah, right? Yeah. So I lived in New York for like five years, you know. Yeah. And it's always like overcast. You know, yeah. probably Philly too, right? Uh, overcast in the, in the winter. <laughs> Gray skies all the time. So cold. It was like, 92. It was 92 when I left. Yeah. So, really? Yeah. Yeah. And then and then and then and then it's so and then well the summers are cool. The summers are cool, but it's so, but it's so humid. humid though. Yeah. And mosquitoes, yeah. so many mosquitoes. Yeah. yeah. Mosquitoes. Dude, like you, you go to Texas and you get bit by a mosquito, man, that thing comes up like that big. <laughs> it's crazy. Jersey just get bit, bit they by look like a thousand of them. They yeah. look like pterodactyls, they're super big, man. You're like, ah. Oh. In Texas, huh? Yeah. Awesome. Dude, Everything they will Texas. Like right when they land on you, they they, I don't know how they throw that needle in their in their skin, but they just go right in there fast, and then you just start feeling this like sensation. You're like, oh great, and it just hits you. But, but no, I'm 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 so happy to be with you guys. This is a great family. This right here. This yeah. is I couldn't ask for anyone anyone else involved. So I'm just yeah, well. can't wait to move forward, man. That's really good. That's right. Freaking like a ninja, just like a ninja. You know, Jory. I mean, we're already working together. You know, but uh, just you know, I'm really excited too to just have all yeah. these like. 
just growth and, and, and just helping people, right? Live Evolution. their best life. Gotta keep moving forward. Yeah, yeah. right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Matt Wiswesser, Robert Miller, team leaders, Isik, Milan, Eric. Oh, yeah, hey, first time I ever heard this. Because <laughs> <laughs> he said his full name when he introduced yeah. himself. Mm. But I just said, uh, Isik, right? Nobody, nobody calls him Isik. Yeah. Do yeah. like people years. call you Eric? Never. Aaron calls you Eric sometimes. Right? Uh, she'll call me Eric. She's mad at me. And then, uh, uh, <laughs> no, no, oh, you mean Eric Cruz? Eric Cruz will call Cruz. me Eric. Uh, well, yeah, because we've, we've been in high school. When I left high school in college is when they called me Isik. Like, uh, they asked me, like, this one guy asked me, you know, why they call you Isik, you know? And then I'm like, I never really thought of that. And then I found out back in the days, my mom would call me Isik Ya, meaning bad word in, in Korean. So I just labeled it Isik instead of Ya, Isik. And then some Koreans could be like, I know where that word came from. <laughs> so, you know, motherfucker, you know? But, but yeah, that's kind of where it came from. Kind of. <laughs> I'm embarrassed <laughs> of saying that. <laughs> Shit. You know a story like uh, where he grew up and stuff. Yeah. Uh, what? Well, just like his, him being a Korean, his dad being like Norwegian. Yeah. So his dad was Viking Norwegian. ninja. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now that makes sense. Now it all comes together. Yeah. So like uh, Korean mother, Norwegian father. Yeah. That would make a Viking ninja. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I gave it to the Steel Mason bodyweight now bodyweight ninja Steel Mason Viking. I inherited there. Nice. Same name. Damn. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yeah, man.